And welcome to the Environment Podcast, special series of national podcast hosting month shows of Frog a Day. We're not animal experts, but every episode, we're going to do our best to educate ourselves and you, the listener, about all things that creep, crawl, slither, fly, jump, pop, and swim on this planet, one animal at a time. Barman's podcast is on all the social things, and you can find a list of them at linktree slash Barman's podcast. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Barman's podcast, or use your very favorite search engine and you will find us. I'm Moss, a.k.a. Science Dude, and today we're going to talk about Wallace's Flying Frog. Rhinoceros Negro palmatus is the Latin name of Wallace's flying frog, or Wallace's tree frog. This lovely little frog is also known as the gliding frog, or the Alba River flying frog. And it's another moth frog, some of my favorites, named for the biologist Alfred R. Wallace, who collected the first known specimen. Wallace's flying frogs are found at least from the Malay Peninsula into Western Indonesia, specifically in the countries of Indonesia, Malaysia, Myanmar, and Thailand, and primarily on the islands of Borneo and Sumatra. They're typically found in primary rainforests, in logged rainforests, in trees, bushes, palms, etc., and at elevations ranging from approximately 700 to 1,800 feet, or 210 to 550 meters. The Wallace's flying frog grows to approximately 80 to 100 centimeters long, which is, or millimeters, which is 3.1 to 3.9 inches long total length, with males being smaller than females. They have distinct large eyes and a prominent tympanum, that's the hearing canal flap, being about half to two thirds of the diameter of their eyes. They have a rounded snout and their head is as broad as it is long, sometimes slightly broader. These flying frogs have fingertips that have expanded into large oval discs, which discs, which are larger on their hands than their feet, both of which are fully webbed with long fingers and toes. The body color of the adult is shiny green with minute white markings and a couple of large white patches on the thighs. Their flanks and insides of the thighs and the undersurfaces of their bodies are yellow to whitish. The webbing membranes between fingers and toes are jet black at the base and become a bright yellow with black veins at the edges. They're actually really cool looking. The upper surfaces of toes are bright yellow. Their skin is smooth or finely granulated above and more coarsely granulated below, except on the throat, which is smooth. They also have additional broad flaps of skin on the outer edges of their forearms and at the tarsus and heel area of their feet as well as above the vent. 
When gliding, a snapshot of them with their small flaps out and their big old web hands and feet splayed not only really shows off their striking coloration, but one can also see how they catch a lot of air that way. In fact, Wallace frogs can glide as far as 15 meters or 50 feet or more. During mating time, the female Wallace's flying frog produces fluid and converts that into a foam nest by beating by the beating action of her hind legs. She really goes to town on it, whips it up, kind of like meringue. She then lays her eggs into the foam nest, and at that time, the male fertilizes the eggs. The nest is made on branches or leaves above water. When the embryos inside the eggs have developed into tadpoles, the nest deteriorates and the tadpoles drop into the water. There, they will live until metamorphosis is completed, and they move out to explore the rest of their damp world as juvenile frogs. They survive mainly on insects, but have been known to consume toads and small birds. Wallace's frogs are themselves prey for tree-climbing snakes. Wallace's tree frog, flying frog, pardon me, their conservation status is listed as least concern on the IUCN red list given their high densities and apparently stable populations. Finally, a Wallace flying frog was recently featured in AmphibiaWeb's News of the Week, week of 15 August 2022, in a study on carotenoids in frogs' diet, which was published in Science Direct in May 2022. Per Jim McGuire's summary at AmphibiaWeb, Carotenoids are pigments produced primarily by plants. Animals ingest carotenoids to use in a variety of important ways, especially in producing or modifying their coloration. For example, in birds, they are the basis of the rib pigmentation in the plumage for, of breeding male house finches and crossbills. Stuckler et al. 2022 investigated the role of carotenoids in modulating coloration in Wallace's flying frog, Rakaferus nigropalmatus. This frog exhibits a dramatic ontogenic shift, meaning overrelating to the origin and development of individual organisms as opposed to the whole species. And their visible morphological characteristics in coloration from bright red to recently metaphor metamorphosed juveniles to green and brown with extensive white spotting in older juveniles, all the way to green and black and yellow webbing and yellow flanks in adults. In controlled experiments, they showed that dietary carotenoid supplementation was necessary for the species to achieve its natural vivid green adult coloration. Individuals without a source of dietary carotenoids or reduced carotenoid intake were blue-green in color instead of the very bright green. Furthermore, R. nigropalmatus was capable of extensive rapid color changes associated with either the stress of handling or the light regime experienced by the individual frog, but only if they had sufficient carotenoids in the diet. This study broke a lot of new ground, including that the dull adult pigmentation resulting from lack of sufficient carotenoids in early life is apparently not correctable later in life with enhanced carotenoid intake. Given the likely importance of baseline coloration and dynamic color change for color change for crypsis and sexual selection, dietary carotenoids are likely critical for the species R. nigropomatus, and this likely applies to many additional species frogs of frogs as well. Well, that wraps up our talk on Wallace's flying frog. 
This show was produced by Donna Hume on land belonging historically to the Ute, Cheyenne, and Arapaho Native American tribes, with intro music by Infomercial USA and bed music by Dan Hennick. Our logo was created by Imran Javed. If you enjoyed the show, why not give us a couple of bucks at buymeacoffee.com slash podcast. 90% of proceeds go to the Wild Animals Sanctuary in Keensburg, Colorado. And that's all for now. See you next time. And be nice to animals. You've been listening to a podcast of the Podfix Network. Discover more audible gems like this at podfixnetwork.com. Make sure to catch up-to-the-minute network shenanigans by following at Podfix on Twitter, official underscore Podfix on Instagram, at Podfix Network on Facebook. And make sure to subscribe to Podfix Presents wherever you choose to find podcasts. The Podfix Network, artist owned and loved.